Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Remember how much God loves you. As it tells us in John 17, God loves you as much as he loves Jesus. So believe that today and expect miracles today. Something good is going to happen to you today. So let's keep our faith and expectations set to see the goodness of God in our life. So welcome to Faith in the Morning. It exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're getting closer to Holy Week and celebrating Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday. And we're going to look at some of the events that led up to the last week of Jesus' life before his crucifixion. And then when he was raised from the dead. So, but before we do, let's go to prayer. Father, I thank you because you are good and your mercy endures forever. I thank you for loving us. I thank you for protecting us. I thank you for waking us up this morning. I think that every day we wake up, your mercies are new and fresh to us every single morning. Great is your faithfulness towards us. It's by your mercy, it's by your faithfulness we are not consumed. We thank you that you daily load us up with benefits. You forgive all of our iniquities. You heal all of our diseases. You redeem our life from destruction. You crown our life with loving kindness and tender mercy. You satisfy our mouth and our ears with good. You cause our youth to renew like the eagles and I thank you for it. I thank you that you daily load us up with these benefits. And Father, I pray over this time we have together this morning that it help it be profitable, that we hear what we need to hear, see what we need to see, perceive what we need to perceive so we can live the life you've called us to live, the lifestyle of faith, this life of victory that you have for us today. And Father, we pray for those who are authority according to 1 Timothy chapter 2. We pray for the president and vice president and their cabinet. We pray for the Congress. We pray for the Supreme Court. We pray for our governors. We pray for our mayors, our city council, men and women, and all our elected and appointed officials in this nation, every nation watching, we lift them up to you. We pray that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them the way that they should go. You told us in the word that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord and you turn it wherever it should go. So we pray that you turn our leadership's heart towards righteousness. We pray that you protect them, that you deliver them from hurt, harm, and danger, from wicked and unreasonable men, for all men have not faith. We pray over them, Father, they won't be so party conscious, caught up in the left or the right, but they'll do what's best for this nation. Above all things, put you first. We ask you some labors across the path to minister the word to them in a way they can receive it. We pray that they yield unto righteousness that you remove from the council ungodly men and women who would seek to pervert the ways of the Lord and fill their council with men and women who are full of faith and help the Holy Ghost, who are advise them concerning what thus saith the Lord. We ask you pour out your spirit upon our nations and upon our leadership. We ask for a great awakening and we receive it and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Go with me to John chapter 11. John chapter 11. So this is even before we get to the triumphant entry. And we get to John chapter 11, verse 1. It says, Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When he heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. So what did she say? This sickness will not end in death. How will it end? It will end in the Son of God being glorified. So he told them this is what's going to happen. He's telling them what's going to happen before it happens. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. One of the things you see while Jesus walked the earth is Jesus had friends. Jesus had people. Yes, he was the Son of God. Yes, he is God. Yet, while he walked the earth, he's 100% man, 100% God, and he had friends. And some of the friends he spent time with was Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And so he was very close to them. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. And his disciples said unto him, Master, 
the Jews of the late sought to stone you. You want to go there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in a day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbles not, because he sees the light of this world. But if a man walks in the night, he stumbles, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought he had spoken of taking of rest and sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Now notice two things Jesus told his disciples about Lazarus just in this chapter. He says, this will not end in death. The end of this is the glory of God. And then he says he's sleeping. Why? The condition he's in is temporary. And I'm going to wake him out of this condition. Notice the faith words of Jesus. Notice how powerful they are. Let's keep going. And he says, and I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go on to him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus or twin, unto his fellow disciples, let us go also that we may die with him. No faith. Thomas said, well, let's go with him. We can all die together. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was near unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, whatsoever you will ask of God, God will give it to you. Notice these words of faith. Martha came running to Jesus and she didn't say, teacher. She said, Lord. Supreme in authority. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know even now, right now, whatever you ask of God, God will give it to you. Notice the faith that is working in Jesus and notice the faith that is working in Martha. And Jesus said unto her, your brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Now, one of the things Martha said to him, whatever you ask of God, he'll give it to you. Now, when you see when Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, he's praying out loud about something he's already prayed about in private. So Jesus has already talked to the father about this. He says, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said, yes, Lord, I believe you are the Christ, the son of God, which shall come into the world. And when she had said so, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly saying, the master's come and calls for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now, Jesus was not yet coming to town, but was in the place where Martha met him. The Jews then, which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, she rose up, hastily went out, followed her, and she goes into the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, where have you laid him? They said unto the Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. Notice Jesus had emotions too. A lot of times we think of Jesus as just, you know, sometimes sadly we think of him as a robot walking the earth. No, he had emotions just like us. He's 100% man, 100% God. Lazarus was his friend. He loved him. And when he walked to the grave, he's having the same emotions. Now, just because you have emotion doesn't mean you don't have faith. 
Remember, you have emotions. Don't let your emotions have you. That's a good thing to put in the chat. Say, I have emotions, but my emotions don't have me. I have emotions, but my emotions don't have me. Remember, you are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in this physical body. Your soul is your mind, your will, and the very seat or the control center of your emotions. You have emotions, but you don't let your emotions have you. Then said Jesus, behold how he loved them. Then said the Jews, behold how he loved them. And some of them said, could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, and have caused that even this man should have not died? Jesus, therefore, again, groaning himself, come to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinks, for he had been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, said not unto you that if you would believe, you should see the glory of God. Now Martha's thinking he's going to mourn. He says that time is done. He's de decomposing now. What Jesus says, Did I, didn't I tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. And I know that you always hear me, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that you have sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary had seen the things that Jesus did, believed on him. But some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. Then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees a council and said, what do we do for this man does many miracles? And if we leave him alone, all will believe on him. And the Romans shall come to take away both our place and our nation. And one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest that same year, said unto them, you know nothing at all. Nor consider that it's expedient for us that one man should die for the people, that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for that nation. And not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. Then from that day, for they took counsel together for to put him to death, Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews, but went thence unto a country near the wilderness, unto a city called Ephraim, and there continued with his disciples. And the Jews' Passover was nigh at hand, and many went out of the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They sought, then sought they for Jesus and spake among themselves as they stood in the temple. What do you think? Do you think you'll come to the feast? Now both the chief priests and the Pharisees had given a commandment that if any man knew where he was, they should show it that they might take him. And so one of the things we see the miraculous story here when Lazarus was raised from the dead. It's setting the events for what the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin would try to do to crucify Jesus. We see all of these events lining up. And one of the things that started off the series of events that sped up their timetable was when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. And one of the things we learned from the story in John chapter 11 is the power of faith. Jesus is our example. And notice, he said, I'm praying out loud so the people around me can hear. But Father, I already talked to you about this and I already know what you're going to do. I already know what you said about it. That's faith. When Martha and Mary said to Jesus, whatever you ask, God will give it to you. Whatever you say is gonna happen. And Jesus reminded them, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Your faith matters. Your faith makes a difference. So set your faith in believing to see the goodness of God today 
in the land of the living. Before we go, say it with me. Say, I believe God. It shall be even as was told me. Today, I will see the goodness of God in my life. I believe, therefore, I will see the glory of God. God lives in me. He rests upon me. He loves me. My faith is in him. And I believe I will see the glory of God, the goodness of God in my life today. I expect miracles. Today will be a great day because it is the day the Lord has made. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.